For Arizona Public Media, I'm Leslie Tolbert, Regents Professor Emerita in Neuroscience at the University of Arizona, and this is Arizona Science. Our guest today is Ralph Fregosi, Professor of Physiology. Ralph leads a research group that studies how the brain controls particular bodily functions, and recently he's been studying the effects of prenatal nicotine on brain development. Thanks for joining us, Ralph. Thank you, Leslie. My pleasure. Before we get to the developmental studies, tell us about the work you've done for many years on uh, brain networks that control breathing. Yeah, so for many years I've been interested in how the muscles of breathing are controlled. And most people don't think about breathing, but when you go to sleep, you continue to breathe, and there are circuits in the brainstem that uh, make sure this happens. And that's uh, been one of our prime interests for many years. And it turned out to be much more complicated than you initially imagined, no? Considerably more complicated than we imagined. It's kept us busy for a long time, and by serendipity, uh, it brought us down this new pathway. So tell us about this new pathway. How did you uh, decide that you wanted to study the effects of nicotine on brain development? Yeah, great question. It was totally by accident. We were trying to look at a specific a neurotransmitter type, and uh, this would be the inhibitory transmitter called uh, GABA, and uh, how this was integrated in the control of breathing in terms of how the information that controls your muscles of breathing is conveyed from one neuron to another. So neurons talk to each other using these neurotransmitter molecules. Exactly. Most neurons in the brain of, of a mammal express receptors of many, many types. And uh, there is one particular type of receptor called an acetylcholine receptor. And the acetylcholine receptor binds two chemicals. One is muscarine and one is nicotine. And when nicotine binds to the receptor, the neuron releases its contents having an effect on the cell that it communicates with. So the nicotine mimics input from another neuron. Exactly. Normally, your brain secretes a chemical called acetylcholine, which binds to the nicotinic and the muscarinic receptor. So when you give nicotine from the outside, meaning by smoking or by nicotine gum, you're giving that receptor much more nicotine than it would get a much more stimulation than it would normally get. So the cell is constantly releasing chemical until the receptor actually changes due to the chronic exposure. Uh Uh-huh, and how does it change? Well, the nicotinic receptors are extremely unique. Most receptors, if you hit them with their binding substance in excess, they Downregulate, meaning you end up with less of them, but in the case of nicotine, you get more. So that means the nicotine has an even stronger effect subsequently. It has a stronger effect, and it, it's graded, or some of the receptors desensitize. Are there other substances in cigarette smoke that you worry about? Yeah, we've studied only nicotine. Uh, tobacco smoke has... Uh, some estimates say about 4,000 different chemicals. So trying to sort that out is a chore. Um, I'm sure there are many other chemicals that have equally deleterious effects. 
But uh, we focused on nicotine because it's a well-known addictive component of cigarette smoke. Uh, the other chemicals have been studied mostly in the context of lung disease, mm -hmm. not so much brain function. Do e-cigarettes have the same impact that smoking uh, regular tobacco has? Nicotine use through e-cigarettes, patches that you wear on your skin and gum, is growing massively. And the amount of nicotine being consumed in kids smoking e-cigarettes is actually considerably more than you get with cigarette smoking. So the cartridges are meant to last several days, but there are reports that kids are going through, you know, a cartridge every day or two, getting the equivalent of about three or four packs of cigarettes worth of nicotine. Okay, there's lots more for you to do, Ralph. Thank you very much. Thank you, Leslie. It's my pleasure. You can hear this and all Arizona Science Conversations at azpm.org slash Arizona Science. I'm Leslie Tolbert.